0: The passage this morning starts in a time of great darkness for God's people. Forgetting Joseph's aid to Egypt, the Israelites have become slaves. But it's more than that. Because for a foolish And racist king, that was not enough. He feared for his future and so demanded the death of the Hebrew baby boys. And when the midwives would not comply and bravely did what they could to save the infants. The Pharaoh was even more ruthless, giving that order. Throw the boys in the Nile. This passage is one which is quite different from, one of those ones that's quite different from much of the Bible women are often noticeable by their absence I remember one mothering Sunday some years ago I, I was speaking about um, David being the chosen son uh, the one who would be king but yet there's no mention of his mum you know, there's, no, there's all these brothers there's the dad But we don't know who Jesse was married to. This is in some ways quite different. There is very much a focus on the women here doing the Lord's work. Being the people who are brave and courageous and going against what the Egyptian king, the pharaoh, was demanding. But even then, even in this story, as that is being told, we don't at this time hear what Moses' mum's name was. And you have to be four chapters later before Jochebed actually gets her name mentioned. And we don't hear what she calls her son. She has been raising this baby for three months. But what we hear is the name that the Pharaoh's daughter gives him. The Hebrew mother, the natural mother, has kept him quiet and hidden. Whether you have children or not, the idea of keeping a baby hidden for three months must be, you know, a puzzle to how you do it. You know, but she does everything she can to look after this child this baby that she adores. She nurses him, she feeds him, she keeps him safe. But there comes a time when she can do no more. It goes beyond her ability. And so she trusts in God and takes the child and puts him in a basket. Not like this, this one's a bit holy. Covers it with tar so that it will float and launches it out onto the Nile. Not abandoning, but allowing her daughter to watch from a safe distance. A good parent will always do what they can. But even the most wonderful mum or dad will at times find themselves unsure. Or even helpless. As the child grows older, there will be worries. I'm sure I've caused my parents many worries over the years. It might be about health. It might be something to do with education. Something about our work. It might be about the relationships we're in or of our finances. Might be like run-ins with the police. That one was not a worry with my parents' I hasten to add. But there's times when you just don't know where to turn. You need a greater answer. One that we can't get by asking somebody else or even asking others for help. You need an answer for your prayer. Because all you can do is turn to God. And lay it before him. And see what will happen. The daughter of the pharaoh. The royal princess was the answer. To Jochebed's prayers. And the daughter of the king finds the child and saves him. The child she would know is a Hebrew. And she would probably be aware that the Hebrew boys were condemned to death. But she has a heart of compassion. She chooses to adopt him. To give this slave child a place in the palace. To make him part of the royal family. She has chosen to be a mother to him. And so this is a story not of just one mother, Jochebed, but a story of two mothers. Jochebed and the Pharaoh's daughter. She didn't need to do those things. But she chooses to whether a parent or not, whether we have longed for children who were never born, or whether we are not old enough to have a child yet. You know what age was Sarah and Abraham when they had theirs? whatever has happened in our life so far and whatever is yet to happen we can each make decisions about how we respond to those in danger we can each choose whether we will show compassion, whether we will have God's loving heart or whether we turn the other way The slaughter of the innocent babies. The throwing of them in the Nile. It seems a distant story. It's thousands of years ago. We might tell ourselves it's simply how God brought forth the right man to lead his people out of slavery to the promised land. but then we might turn on the news and see a crisis of migrants, an exodus of people fleeing for their lives, for there are innocent children and women and men kept alive by maybe not that much more than a woven basket covered by tar. there may be among them non innocents There might be people who wish to cause us harm or have only in it for the money. But think of how you would have reacted as the princess. If you had the royal crown, what would you do? Would you have seen the baby, heard its cry, held it, And put it back in the basket and pushed it among the reeds to an uncertain or maybe a fairly certain future. The decisions we take and the language we use to speak of those in need reflects on who we are and the truth of where our heart is. In Germany and across much of the EU, I know that Angela Merkel Merkel has come in for some serious stick about her open borders as migrant after migrant enters her country. But then, what else could be expected of a Protestant church member that grew up in East Germany, that leads a political party with Christian in the title and is the daughter of a Lutheran pastor. She has put her faith above nation and put being a child of God above being a child of Germany. She's being an adoptive mother like the Pharaoh's daughter. whatever our age, God wants to adopt us. He wants to make us his sons and daughters. He offers us the chance to be in his royal family. Forgiven of what we've done wrong and having a new life. He doesn't base this adoption on what we look like how handsome or pretty he doesn't base it on what good we've done in the past that's simply inconsequential to him he loves us and he makes us his and he does that simply if we are willing to be his, to follow in the way of Jesus and put our trust in him. The Egyptian princess listened to Moses' sister and involved Jochebed in the child's upbringing. She uses what is available to help her purpose move forward, to show care to that child. God likewise calls each one of us to look after our brothers and sisters, our children, and our parents. To tend to each other's needs until the time comes when that child that has needed our care, that child that is a child of God, moves fully into only His care. God has love. He cares for what happens for you and for each one of us on this earth. May we know the fullness of his adoption. But may we also share his love. Amen.